0: Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall.
3: Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you,
2: you're always right. Let's get this thing
3: started. Cheers.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. You're listening to our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious Strange Brewery.
0: Beer for any occasion. Beer for every occasion.
2: Beer for all occasions. If you're listening to this and listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, please subscribe, give us some follows, some five-star views. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We are missing a co-host, so it's just myself and uh, my co-host, Coach. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey there.
2: Hi there. Ho there! <laughs> there it is. And our producer, Ballad Pressing Buttons. Howdy, fellas! Thanks for uh, hosting us in your house. It's to host the podcast. <coughs> Same yeah yeah go ahead oh. refiller okay
0: dale so nice of you to to grab beers open I, beers you're right uh, yeah yeah I, I tried to give you a compliment halfway through almost screwed it up yeah, almost 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 there blew it up.
2: almost blew it that would be rude if i called buffalo on that one because i did hand it to you that way
1: i was worried it was gonna spill over so i went for yeah the yeah
2: so. um as i mentioned this is the sports buzz this is our amateur hour we have switched things up this week uh, because of NFL Draft is on Thursday, we want to get this draft preview show out before that. Yeah. While the guys are
0: still amateurs. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. While they're still amateurs. Um, so we'll definitely have, uh, some draft talk. We have our new draft expert, your brother, Mitchell Ballad, um, calling in. We'll decide if he's an expert
0: after the draft. We'll see. Right now he's our, our draft speculator.
2: <laughs> a draft specialist because he puts in a lot more time than the three of us do. No, well, uh, way more time. He's <laughs> our mock Mike Mayock. Uh, as you know, I told like you that. guys to start the show, the show is always sponsored by Strangeland Brewery
0: Ballad. Tell the folks about what's coming up at the brewery out there. May 12th at the brewery, they're having a beer release party. Uh, finally got clarification on how to pronounce their name. And although I was incorrect, you guys were also way off as well. So it's the Margarita... Oh no, I kind of forgot. Goza, goza, the margarita goza. You just told us before we started. I just told you, and then I forgot, but I remembered it again because you just told it to me. Uh, <laughs> well, how do you remember it, Bella? Because you goza to get the margarita. And I, <laughs> Adam explained to me what the goza beers are, and I'm not going to do a good job explaining it, so I'm not even going to try. But just know that it is going to be delicious. Twenty bucks gets you into the brewery, gets you two free beers, gets you a plate of Mexican food. Uh <laughs> it's also going to have 14 different beers on tap, limited releases you can't get anywhere else. Get your tickets now before they sell out because you know they will. You're yep. just gonna stop looking at me when you say it. Like just <laughs> say it like normal. Like it's fine. Like it is
1: mexican food I get it. But stop looking at me. Hey, I don't I, next I don't time get it.
2: next time we order
0: like Chinese takeout or ordering Asian food. Asian, and man. just Asian. look at him. <laughs> well, I could look at Dale here with his new mustache. You know, he's kind of got Ooh. that a mexi stash going. Oh, yeah. This thing is looking oh, good. That's full-on full, uh, full on super You can super also stash. get the uh, Strangeland, the new six-pack, the mix
2: Six. That's uh, two ploshers, two Austinite pills, and two IPAs. Find that at Whole Foods Specs, Twin Liquors, local bottle shops, uh, just about anywhere around Austin, San Marcos, soon to be down. Stop soon cheating.
1: to be down. Stop cheating. Stop looking at the six-pack. It, it helps. It helps.
2: That's why I have a sheet and then that thing over in the corner. Um, and I do want to announce we have renewed our sponsorship with Mountain Breeze Campground. hey don't know when the first concert will be. I would assume the weekend before Memorial Day. The calendar is not quite updated yet online. Uh, you can check them out. Find uh, all the information at www.mountainbreezecamp.com. Uh, it's floating season. We're almost summertime, and the weather's looking beautiful. I would have loved to have been on River today, but I chose a golf course instead. Oh. Follow the brewery. man, that they made sounds rough. Follow the brewery it's at nice. Strangeland Brew on Twitter. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. And like I said, mountainbreezecamp.com. We'll go ahead and get into show business. Uh, we did switch things up, as I mentioned, for draft week. Uh, Chad is not here. Um, sound equipment. We did get a new power supply for our interface, and it still does not work. So It's a good
1: balancing weight for our table, though.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the table was a little off, so it's the, the two microphones and interface and all these expensive-ass cables we bought are uh nice paperweight, good beer holder. If you walked
0: in here, it would look like we were a Looks real super professional podcast. professional.
2: Um coach is just gonna go ahead and use this uh, microphone that doesn't work. I'm just gonna use the pretend mic. It's my real mic. Just does it does it me. feel like you're like you're professional holding it's, it?
1: It's just like college, you know, to play washers or cornhole or any sure. game, you know, you have to have that weight in your hand. Yeah. If it's not a beer, it's gotta be something. Right. So sure got right. got my mic.
2: Right. And <laughs> and while we're in show business, I do want to tell a little story. I played some beer pong on Sunday night, haven't done that in years. Ooh. And it just came back. It was like riding a bike. Just just started lighting people
0: up. Felt good again. Be- all, beating little kids. It's all like. in the wrist. It's all on the wrist. That's funny. I, last time I played beer pong, it was it, not like riding a bike. It was like riding a bike that I was very drunk on that only had one wheel and was missing <laughs> brakes. It was it was it was, a, it was a mess. Oh, uh, no about. Um, but in my defense, I was never very good at beer pong. Anyways, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll get into our interview with uh, with Mitchell on our draft here in just a moment. Um, And then we'll we'll keep our our Ballad's trivia, save the best for last tonight, put that in the nightcap. Stick around. But uh, we do have a show
0: bet going on, Ballad. Tell the people what the show bet is tonight. Show bet tonight, we have the Heat 76ers game. Is this game in five In Philly?
4: Yeah. Game five. Game
0: five in Philly. Meek Mill right out of jail, straight to the sidelines. Meek is free. Meek is free. I'm not a big Meek fan, but I can get behind him. I don't know why. Um, I do like
2: the song that all the Eagles Eagles fans and players were singing. Nightmare playoff run, nightmare. It's good one, one ever, so Yeah,
0: that's a good one.
1: Um, but tonight, I mean, I can get behind any free insert wrapper t-shirt. Yeah, out there,
0: free anybody. I got a whole collection. I yes. like you wouldn't I'll, even know. I like tall white tees. <laughs> uh, but we have the over in the game tonight at two sixteen. Uh, uh, we just hit halftime. Looking pretty good. It is not looking good at all. We're looking great. It is forty six to forty six at halftime. I'm not a math whiz, but I feel like we're about 100 points, points behind. 92, you're 92 points. you slow, get high. We need a solid
2: 114 to hit the...
0: to push at the over, so... Sweet. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully it's a really, really high-scoring second half, because yeah. right now, not looking great. Sorry, one, 124.
2: Yeah. We need 124 points. I was right. close. Go right. ahead. Huh. Ten, 10 off. Whatever. Um... We'll get there. Anybody else got any stories? Anything for showbiz? Or you want to go ahead and hit this interview? <sighs> um, no, I don't have any stories. No stories.
1: I gotta say, weddings and holidays on the same weekend, Dude, they don't work well. I, I saw. I'm so
3: funny. I saw tired. you had
2: a tough time at the wedding.
1: The wedding wasn't so bad. I mean, uh, I saw all, you maybe had a little too much fun. All the energy that went into the wedding, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we had a holiday on Friday. R.I.P. Bob <laughs> Oh,
2: okay. Uh, it wasn't for fiesta. It was holiday season, and fiesta?
1: then uh, I had a friend's wedding on Saturday where I uh, I danced so much I actually split my pants. Ripped your pants? Did you really? Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. So <laughs> you know how pants zip and they go from the waist down, and you're like, oh, that's all the part of the pants that should be missing. Well, from the bottom seam all the way back to my belt loop on the <laughs> other side, split my pants perfectly down. down the middle. And I had like highlighter orange <laughs> underwear on to go with my bright blue pants, so it was like just an Easter egg uh, cascarone of color just popping off in the. That
0: was an incredible picture in the picture. Texas Hill Country. Incredible so, picture that I saw. So where did you go from there? Did you go pantsless? Did you wear rip pants all night? I'm I'm curious of what the afterplay so was. So
1: I wore rip pants to finish. I mean, nobody. I asked around. Nobody had any extra pants, which I was kind of surprised about at a wedding. Like you figure somebody would have extra pants, but nobody did. So, I just decided, you know, fine, I'm going to deal with these ripped pants, and so I dealt with ripped pants at the wedding, and then we uh, hit the after party, and I was like, you know what, these pants are a huge success, so let's just go ahead and hang on to them until
0: we're done. You, you oh, couldn't yeah, pull yeah. an Ed Cooley and find a, a towel to wrap around yourself? That would have that would have been very, <laughs> very sportsmanlike of you. <laughs> Everyone enjoyed it. I mean, I'm enjoying it
4: now. Oh, the, the crowd was cheering. That's hilarious. That's all I know.
2: I gotta say, that is too fucking funny. Uh, I wish I could have been there. I didn't get an invite. I don't know what happened. I must have got lost in the mail. This is a hill country, dude. Yeah. You had to hike there. Okay.
1: A yeah, I wouldn't have, I would have, wouldn't
2: have been able to make it. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's go ahead and uh, get our interview with Mitchell and talk some NFL Draft.
0: Let's do it. All right. Welcoming on to the Sports Buzz, our, I guess now, draft expert and my little brother, Mr. Mitchell Ballard. What's going on tonight, man? Yo, happy
4: to be on. Always a
0: pleasure. Appreciate you carving out some time on a Tuesday. We're gonna we're gonna open up some beers for you. How's that sound?
4: That sounds good. Yeah, I wish I had one too.
0: Yeah, this segment brought to us as always by the beautiful, delicious Strangeland Brewery. Um I probably should have sent you some of this or dropped some off last time I was in town. I'm kind of a bad big brother for that, I guess. Well you don't mind the nervous. <laughs>
2: Alright Mitchell, well we haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks. Uh I know you're on draft your mock draft three point We were talking to you right after you put out one point so uh tell us what's changed up a little bit, um anything anything big. I know you had Saquon going one originally, but uh what's changed? Yeah, so
4: one of the most noticeable things is uh um my uh my draft darling, Saquon Barkley um dropping from one to five uh has nothing to do with um his abilities or what I think he's gonna do in the NFL. Has everything to do with how desperate teams are for quarterback. Uh the Jets trading up um to three was a big game changer because that solidifies that they're taking quarterback, um absolutely. And that kind of forced the Browns in him because now they have to take quarterback at one if they want to get their guy. So, um just by that, I think Barkley's going to slip just a little bit. I have not gone to the Broncos and five, which will probably be the best value of the draft. So They really should be pretty happy if that actually happens.
2: I like the way uh, you think there. Um, I did notice one big change you have here uh, is a quote-unquote hypothetical trade. The Bills trading up to... Uh, number four trading with the Browns to get Baker Mayfield. Um, I guess tell me a little bit about that first, and then uh, talk about the rumors of Baker, uh, possibly going number one to Cleveland, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> okay.
4: Uh, yes. Uh, let me hit on the first, um, the first part about the possible trade. Um, you saw the Bills moved up. Um, uh, they swapped with the Bengals to move up to twelve. And uh, I don't I don't think there's any chance that they stay at twelve. Not with the current landscape. They're gonna. I think they need to get past the Broncos to ensure that they get their guy. I I think they're gonna go ahead and take whichever four um, of the top guys fall. Um, That excludes Lamar Jackson. Obviously, they didn't like Tyrod Taylor. I don't see any chance they like Lamar Jackson. But yeah, I think the Browns would be. uh, would really benefit from trading out of that spot. Um, they're gonna get a great player at twelve. I have them right now taking Denzel Ward, which satisfies one of their biggest needs, defensive back. So I think I think they should definitely trade out of that four spot and move back a little bit and pick up like another first rounder. Um as far as Baker going number one, I saw that. Um I the Browns have now been connected to um, four quarterbacks, all of them except for Josh Rosen. Um, it's actually lying season right now. This has been the craziest week because all these just ridiculous rumors are coming out. Um, I don't know if you saw Dorsey's comments last week. Um, saying that quarterback hand size um, was extremely important to him. I uh, I thought that was hilarious. Like, what are the, what are they doing? Why are the Browns doing this right now? Do you all know why they're smokescreening themselves? Does doesn't make
2: any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me, um, but the Browns are notorious for making horrible choices on quarterbacks, especially at the number one position, so nothing right now would
0: surprise you, Mitchell. I'll tell you exactly why they're doing this. It's because they're incompetent. They have proven this time and time again. They do not know how to draft players. They don't know how to speculate talent, and I think they just are trying to stay relevant as long as they can. You know, they've got this short period Where they're the, you know, they're the bell of the ball and they're going to milk it for everything it's worth. And, you know, you know, post post uh, draft weekend, we'll all make fun of the horrible mistakes they made. And then we'll get back to the regular NFL news.
1: I think it's really I think it's really funny because the one thing that the Browns could end up doing is by calling out all these quarterbacks and so many people wanting to make a run on a quarterback in the first round this year. They may be able to trade down for some really high value and some picks, but I don't think the Browns are smart enough to do that.
4: No, I, I don't think so either. Um, to be honest, I, I, would be, I would not be surprised if they're not even sure who they want to take at this point, even though they had like five months to, to ponder it. Um, right now, I haven't slotted in for St. Darnold. Uh, those were the draft rumors coming out of the combine. Um, it seems to be a little bit more reasonable then. now. Now it's they're just all over the place. So who knows? Um, but right now, if I were betting man, I would put it on Sam Donald.
2: All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on from the top ten here for just a second.
4: Um,
2: obviously, myself and your brother want to know what you think the Cowboys are going to do. I see you have them taking Leighton Vander Esch from Boise State. I really hope we don't go with another white middle linebacker. But, uh, yeah, tell me if you think that's um, a possibility or if there's something else that may may uh, work its way
4: in. Yeah. Um, so right now I'd say the two biggest needs are wide receiver and linebacker. Um, everybody, I mean, after the Dez news came out a couple weeks ago, um, a lot of people were pretty much penciling the Cowboys in. Uh, for taking a wide receiver at 19, whether it be Calvin Ridley or D.J. Moore. Uh, I don't think that's the right pick, though. I think there's going to be a ton of really good wide receivers there in the second and the third round. Linebacker, there's a pretty big drop-off um, after the top four guys, Roquan Smith, Tremaine Evans, uh Lane Van Der Esch and Rashawn Evans. Uh, there's a huge drop-off. They should take a uh, linebacker in the first. I think Lane Vendoresh will be the best available when they get there. Um am hearing some people right now uh, reminiscing of Bobby Carpenter. Um, I don't really see it that much, other than that he's a white middle linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
1: Hey, that was the only thing we noticed, too. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's the first thing that kind of went into my mind, but
4: uh, when you watch the tape on this guy, He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be a, the real deal uh, modern day middle linebacker. Uh, he's rangy, uh, sideline to sideline speed. He's uh, he's great in coverage. Uh, not quite as good as Roquan Smith, but he definitely holds his own. Um, he flies around the ball. He he tackles well. One of the only downsides to him is he gets washed out by blockers um, at the second level sometimes. So. He's going to need to learn to stay in there and, uh, and, and follow the ball a little better. But, you know, I like him. Uh, my mock draft 2.0, which I released just a few days ago, I had the Cowboys actually trading back and taking him at the back end of the first. And the more I think about it, I just don't think that's reasonable. I think that if they want this guy, they're going to have to stay in that spot and take him there.
2: Okay, I... I... You, you may have talked me up, but I do think he needs to add a little bit of weight, especially for a guy who's 6'4, almost 6'5. He probably needs to put on some, some muscle, but. Um, any other big names that stand out? Any other big moves you see uh, happening here in the first round?
4: Lamar um, Jackson, he's kind of been, uh, I don't want to say the forgotten one, but, you know, people talk about these four top quarterbacks and kind of leave him out of the picture. Um,. I've always said I I think he's he's my third my third ranked quarterback behind uh Rosen and Mayfield. Um, I've heard him linked to the Patriots, which the thought of Bill Belichick harnessing Lamar Jackson's skills and athleticism that's pretty scary. And uh, they have two for front picks, so they're more than capable of moving up. Um, they're going to have to move move ahead of the Cardinals to get him and they may even have to move ahead of uh, Miami. So we'll see. He's an interesting guy. Uh, what, what do you all think about Lamar Jackson?
1: I, I am a huge fan of Lamar Jackson. However, if history has told me anything about the Belichickian era of drafting, we do not trade up, we only trade down, we only collect more picks. It's, it's not going to happen. As much as I think it would be fun to see the Patriots go a whole new way, I do not think Lamar Jackson is going to go to New England. Um, I've heard rumors of him going to Baltimore, uh, which would make Mm -hmm. a little bit more sense. Joe Flacco adds some elusiveness to the offense, but um, I think he's going to have to sit under a veteran quarterback after a while and learn how to take an offense over and make it his own in in whatever system he ends up
0: with. Yeah, totally agree.
4: Hey, but it's fun to talk about, so Uh,
0: Mm -hmm. who, who knows? You know what also Who fun to, you know, fun to talk about is NFL Twitter and NFL lost its mind with Julio Jones last night, you know, D following a bunch of the Falcons Twitter accounts. Here's oh, a here's yes. a here's a dumb rumor. What about Julio Jones to New England for two first round picks? Huh. I haven't heard that. Um that would be pretty remarkable. The Patriots
4: are notorious for um Trading high capital picks for good wide receivers instead of trying to draft them, but uh, I haven't heard that. Um, that would be that would be pretty scary though. Well, I'll tell you right
2: now, there's no credible source on that. It's just some random sports websites uh, throwing that out there. Uh, but yeah, Twitter is losing their mind and they're making up any sort of false rumor just to get people even more freaked out, and we're in on it. <laughs>
4: I'm all about Twitter. it. Pretty much the best, the best Twitter out there. It's there's there's some crazy stuff. Um, so I've actually seen I've seen some pretty uh, pretty crazy scenarios out
0: there. Hey Mitchell, uh, whose draft stock is falling the fastest right now?
4: That's a good question. Um, I feel like Calvin Ridley. I feel like Calvin Ridley's (laughs) draft stock's falling. Um, you know he had a poor combine, which when you look at what he did. It really shouldn't have surprised people a ton. Uh, his, hes not this crazy athletic, explosive receiver. He's more just a really polished route runner, who's uh, who's just gonna be really consistent. Like a, you know, his ceiling's like a, a true number two. Um, but uh, some teams are, are really dropping him. I mean, I dropped him down my draft board. who's mostly based on team need. Um, so he's. He's falling a lot, it seems like.
2: Well, I also noticed that your second running back going in the first round is Darius Geis rather than Nick Chubb. And I'm curious as to where or why you dropped so many of those running backs and you have Geis as your second best running back on the board.
4: Man, I love I love Geis. I remember watching him uh, at LSU playing behind Leonard Bernett. And uh no nobody runs harder harder than that guy. Uh you you just you don't want to get in the way of Darius Guys when he's running. And especially I watched him Torchane M for like two hundred and fifty yards, so that kind of stuck in my mind. He's he's good running back. He's uh I think he good well in that system. Um, Nick Chubb, I do like Nick Chubb a lot. Um, I like Sonny Michelle a lot. I like Ronald Jones, Carry on Johnson. Man, this running back class is stacked.
0: Uh, right now, Bovada has how many running backs to be selected in the first round? The line is one and a half. Do you like the over or the under there?
4: I like the over. I like the over for sure. I think Darius Guys is in the mix, obviously. I think the Lions are going to take a running back, um, whether it be him or I think Stu Michelle is another possibility. They have to. Um,
2: they right... have to.
4: For right now, I have three. I have three, so I would would take the over.
2: Yeah, the Lions haven't had a decent running back in a very long time. They just throw in these pass-catching backs who never touch the ball on the ground. Um, I see you have Connor Williams from UT slated at number 17 for the Saints. Um, 27. Yeah, sorry, 27. Um, Is that his, his lowest he goes, do you think, or is there a possibility where he ends up in the top 20?
4: Uh, top twenty. You know, I I don't really see it. Let let me look and see who's uh who could possibly take him there. No, I don't I don't really see the top twenty. Um, I think he could go as early as twenty two if the Browns do swap with the Bills. Right now, I have Colton Miller in there, who I actually kind of hate. Um, but for some reason, scouts like him. Um. I don't really see it, but I could see him going, going in that spot. I could see him going 23 to the Patriots. Uh, I, I think he's going to be a late first-round pick, and that seems like a pretty sure thing right now with uh, how many teams he tackles.
1: Well, speaking of Texas a little bit, uh, another guy that's slated in this draft uh, is Malik Jefferson. Um, he's grown uh-huh. a lot at Texas. Um, but his stock is just not one that's ever really gotten first-round hype and really a lot of attention. Um, where do you really see Malik Jefferson going in this draft, and, and what kind of impact do you think teams are looking for out of him? Um, hmm,
4: Malik Jefferson, uh, he's he has been kind of under, uh, not talked about much in this draft. He's been a little bit flying out, flying out of the radar. I think he's probably going to be a second-round pick, um, the Cowboys don't really seem to be too interested in him. Um, he's a little sloppy at times. I, I think he needs. I think he needs some work. But he he definitely has high potential. He seems a little bit stronger coming out of uh, the 2017 season. But yeah, I would say I would say second round pick um, is where I'd tag him right now.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I've heard too. either late second, maybe early third for league, which. Is probably a pretty good value for whoever does pick him up. Um uh, real quick, going back to Connor Matthews, uh I actually saw Connor Matthews a few weeks ago and didn't know it was Connor, him. Connor Williams. Connor Williams. That's him, Malik? You said Connor, Connor Matthews. Matthews. Connor Matthews, that was oh, I close. Well he's got Jake Matthews as his NFL comparison. Um, <laughs> Jake Matthews, yeah. <laughs> reading reading multiple things at once. Uh, we I just, just started drinking, by the way. this is I don't know what's going <laughs> on. I've been I've been playing golf all day, so there's that. Um But I I saw Connor a couple weeks ago, didn't even realize it was him. Uh, He just looked like a really tall guy. I think he probably needs to put on a little bit of weight, a little bit of muscle. I know he's listed at 320, uh, but I think that could be something that a lot of teams are looking at. He did not look as big as he does in pads, that's for damn sure.
4: Yeah, no, he definitely needs to put a little bit on. Um, I can see why you wouldn't really notice him. Um, And I don't know why, but Connor Williams, he just... uh, He's been kind of a controversial player this draft season. A lot of a lot of guys think that his twenty seventeen uh, really makes him more of like a late second, early third, but man, if you watch what this guy did in twenty sixteen when he was healthy, he was one of the best uh tackles in the nation and he's healthy now, so um, I think someone should really give him a shot in the way first.
2: When I saw him, he was definitely uh, healthily intoxicated. That's for sure. But uh, that's a story for
0: another day. Hey,
4: don't <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't tell any GMs that. No,
0: nope, I don't think they're listening. Well, oh, they're listening. <laughs> they subscribe to this podcast for sure. <laughs> uh, little bro, who is a player outside of a quarterback who comes on an NFL roster and makes an instant impact? Maybe even adds a win to their season win total. Um. Well, I'd say Saquon Barkley, but that's just
4: too. Easy. Um, Quentin Nelson is, uh, I think, probably the second best player in the draft behind Barkley. Um, if he really does go to the Colts, like I hope he does, then he improves that that offensive line from day one. Um, so I would say him, or you know, a guy like Derwin James, who's just going to be a crazy playmaker, uh, one of the one of those top guys. Nice. Well,
0: uh, Mitchell, to wrap up, Bovada's got a bunch of props out there for the nfl draft and as you know we're going to for some reason put money on this even though we have not done quite as much research as you have so we're hoping that you could give us some winners here so we're just gonna rapid fire through a handful of these good with you yeah sure all right baker mayfield over under six and a half draft position
4: over under six and a half um i would go under, I think that he's definitely in
0: play for the top four, and then if not, I think the Broncos will take him. Uh, Saquon Barkley, four and a half. Oof, that's a hard
4: line. Um, man, because I've, I've seen him go to the Giants, and I've seen him, I've seen him drop out of the top four. Uh, gosh, honestly, y'all should probably push, but I doubt you will. <laughs> so I would say over.
0: Nice, plus money. Um, defensive players selected in the first round. They got the over/under at fifteen and a half.
4: Uh fifteen and a half. That seems like a lot. Let me let me do a quick gander.
0: And on the other side of that, offensive, the line is sixteen and a half.
2: Oh, is that what adds up to thirty-two? mm mm-hmm. Oh, Good. Good math.
0: I have my calculator. Counting. Can you can you double check that for us? Confirmed. Confirmed. okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right
0: Uh Connor Matthews, what is he uh what is he slated for? Twenty
2: seven. According
1: to
0: your brother. <laughs> I think there's gonna be say what the line was for defense again, fourteen and a half. Fifteen and a
4: half. I would go over on that and then under on the offense.
0: Gotcha. Uh wide receivers taken of the first round, two and a half. Um under I think that Calvin
4: Ridley is the only sure guy and then you know I'd like to see DJ more but I don't know if you can see him as a first rounder and there's a chance someone reaches on Sutton um, I don't think he's worth that I would say under
0: nice how about quarterbacks in the first round lines at five and a half this is a hard one Corner or quarter quarters 25 cents said five and a half? Yep. Under,
4: I think it stops to Jackson. If somebody takes Mason Rudolph in the first round, I'm just kinda bang my head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop, and uh, Start banging, buddy. Here's one I like. Will the top three picks all be quarterbacks? Yes or no? Yes,
4: and honestly, uh, if there's an option to say all four picks, I would do that one because that's my bold prediction for this draft.
0: The yes on all four picks is plus 650. I think I'm going to have to sprinkle on that. Yeah, I yeah I'm going to have I love to. It. That's the boldest of calls. And then uh, I just made up this one, but Saturday, rounds 4th through 7th, uh, over under number of times Mel Kuyper goes to the bathroom. I've got it at uh, at half a time. At 0.5? Yeah. Got to go under, man.
4: That guy has a, a steep bladder.
2: Hey, that guy's getting old. Go for the over. He never leaves the he never leaves the desk. Not not that you. Hey, anyway, how do you how how would we even know? That's a good point. Oh,
0: we we know people. We no, would know. He's just got a catheter oh. in and <laughs> just sits there and doesn't leave the desk. How funny would it be if Mel Kiper just stood up from every draft and he had just pissed his pants like ten <laughs> different times? <laughs> that would be awesome. Not even embarrassed about it. Mitchell, we appreciate you coming on the Sports Buzz, man. Hopefully we can get you back on after the draft to get your final thoughts. Um, But uh, good to hear from you, man. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: All right, and that was our interview with Mitchell. Uh, Do want to thank him one more time for coming on. We'll try and get him on next week, uh, get his recap on what he thought of the draft, any crazy thing that happens, I'm sure there'll be something because every single draft is there's something nobody sees coming. We're gonna roast him about something because yeah, he had some pretty interesting takes there. He's QB happy.
0: If crazy. there if there goes four QBs in the first in the first four picks, I I will I'll never make fun of Mitchell of anything again, and I can't keep that promise at all. But and, and you'll then.
2: definitely you'll definitely owe him a couple of strange lands if that's the case if you hit that bet. i would be more than happy to give to him two um what was i gonna say They practically pay for themselves at that point <laughs> they would they would depending on how much you put on that bed at plus 650
0: well, he's talking, he's i like about sprinkles. So. i like the value <laughs> <laughs> um you forgot what you were gonna say i totally forgot what i was gonna say right. i was what? gonna say something though and i think if i keep rambling long enough it could come back to me
2: or we could just hit the break and uh if you remember it we'll talk about it before we get into our lawrence White interview I suppose we could do that. All right, cool. Let's hit a break. We'll be right back with some more Sports Buzz. Bzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear?
3: Do you feel the buzz or is it just me? Trust me, something in the air just above me. Something like a dream state, you call it a clean
4: break. Do you feel the buzz, baby? Do you feel the buzz,
2: Welcome back to the Sports
0: Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. Uh, Bal, do you remember what you uh, were going to say? I do not remember what going to say. It's totally escaped me. It probably wasn't that important, but now it's just driving me nuts and I can't remember what it was. Well, that's unfortunate. You had plenty of time to think about it. Um, we're actually all at this point in you, Bella. I mean, I'm just blaming myself. But you are better than that. You're better than most, but I'm not. At this point? I can't say that. Yeah. Maybe Dale will remember. I can't say that. Or uh, Hank. I'm getting people's names mixed up now. I don't
1: know what to do with myself. Unbelievable. Let's <coughs> do Gribble. Alright, so uh, that was that for the Mysteries of Ballad.
3: Yeah.
1: Let's go ahead and get into our second interview of the night. Uh, and our second interview of the Spring League.
2: Go ahead and let people know who we got the interview with, yeah, who I was, it is. I was some
1: good intro. I was just getting into our segment. Oh, okay. The interview part. Ah, I fucked that up. That's okay. Don't worry about it.
0: I'll take the one. We'll edit that out. Uh, yeah.
1: So, uh, Lawrence White, uh, former tight end for the Texas State University. Eat him up! <laughs> uh, he played in the Spring League. Uh, he was one of two Texas State players. CJ Best, the yeah. quarterback, was the other. But uh, he did not play in the first game, and he played in the late game in the second week, so we left and did not stay for that. <laughs> so, sorry, CJ Best. We We missed you. But Lawrence White played an earlier game, dude. Come we well, he got stuck on the non-South team, so I don't know how that happened. That doesn't make sense. They didn't have any,
0: enough Northies, I guess. Fucking Northerners. Fucking Yankees. Fucking Yanks. We're all taking baseball. Now. That's all right.
1: <laughs> um, this is also amateur, so <laughs> I think we both should drink for that. I will. But yeah. uh, Lawrence White uh, had a tremendous spring league. Um, mm-hmm. Two good games. Uh, banged up in the first game, so he didn't get to play as much as he liked. But had a tremendous camp and uh we got to chat with him after the whole thing was wrapped up so uh without any further ado here's our interview with uh, lawrence white all right with us now on the sports buzz we got lawrence white a former texas state player played tight end here at the spring league lawrence how's it going man
3: uh, it's going well how are you all doing today oh, dude we're doing well
1: dude.
0: whenever you get to come out
1: here and watch some football and some class a athletes play it's always a good day
3: yeah definitely
1: always a good day Hey, so uh, we're a whole podcast. We all graduated from Texas State. We made our way into the river and the old jump into Sewell. Oh, yeah. You graduated in December. Mm-hmm. Did you make the jump into the river?
3: I didn't. I didn't. My, oh, no. I, I regret it, actually. <laughs> I, I was trying to be too cool at the time. My whole family was there. We're going to go out to eat. But I really regret it, to be honest. Yeah, maybe we'll have to uh, recreate that moment sometime for you. Maybe get, i have to get my master's or something. There we yeah. go. There we go. Good hey, idea. Uh,
1: so... Is this your first time experience with the Spring League and everything? Yes, it is. What was it like? What was the overall experience for the two weeks? Kind of take us through your perspective of the Spring League.
3: Uh, it was a great opportunity because for tight ends, it's tough. Because if you don't make it to the NFL, you can't go to the CFL because they don't use tight ends. You can't go to the arena football because they don't use tight ends. So this is a perfect platform for us to get another chance at the NFL. So after the draft, I got picked up by the Raiders and got cut. And after that, there was nothing I could do to prove that I still had some talent, so this was a great platform for me.
1: That's awesome, man. Um,
3: you know, it's it's a quick camp.
1: It's two weeks. It's uh, it's all really quick for you guys. What What's the locker room like? You know, obviously you have Johnny Manziel on y'all's team, so there's a little bit more buzz around y'all. But what was the locker room
3: like in the whole experience for you? It was actually crazy. We all clicked instantly. We're in there having a great time. It seems like we've known each other for a long time, to be honest. Everybody's talking, laughing, having a good time. So. It was really good uh, chemistry in the locker room.
2: That's really good to hear because a lot of
1: times you'll hear you know, different sides. A lot of people don't click all the time. So it's good that you guys had that good experience. It looked like you and Johnny had a really good connection, even back to the first game. I know you took a huge shot over the middle right in that first quarter. It looked real painful, but uh, you know you came back, made a few great catches. You had four or five really good catches and runs today in this game. What have you learned since you've left college up until where you're at right now? and What could you bring to an NFL team if you did get picked up?
3: I mean, I just learned a lot about the X's and O's, you know. Coming to college, I never played football in high school until my senior year. And then college, I played, but I didn't start until my senior year. So just getting the experience and pro experience, you learn a lot about football. There's a lot of things I didn't know. So I learned about running the routes correctly, blocking correctly on certain techniques. And I've learned so much in these two weeks. I'm really grateful.
1: Well, I can say it shows, man. I mean, your hands look fantastic out there. I don't think we saw you drop a
3: ball in both games, so congratulations. towards you. That, that <laughs> <is>. Looks <laughs> awesome. Well, um, what's the next step for you? Uh, right now, it's just basically the waiting process. you got to stay in shape. A lot of players last year, they got a chance at an NFL rookie minicamp, so I'm just trying to get a call and get another chance to prove I, I got what it takes to play in the NFL.
1: Well, hey, from uh, a few Bobcats to another, man, we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Uh, We'll be following you on the process, and uh, hopefully you get into one of those camps, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for spending the time with us.
2: All right. That was our interview with Lawrence White from Texas State University. Well done, Coach.
0: I'm pretty much a pro at this point.
2: You and Chad knocked that shit out. It's like you've been doing it for years.
0: Pretty much. I like it. I'm pumped to watch these guys we're interviewing go through the whole draft process. One of them makes it on an NFL team. I'm going to claim a little piece of that, even though I was not there for either of those interviews. <laughs> so they can't go to the draft. It would be like the expansion would draft? Yeah, we get picked up.
1: It would whatever. be the... It would either be expansion draft, or it
0: would be... Free agent, free signing agent. signings. Okay, well, you guys know what I meant. But most of, the, most of the time... They end up on an NFL roster.
1: Most of the time, they're just getting calls straight to camps. Yeah. Like, they're not even dealing with any of the other process.
2: Yeah. Well, you're the expert. <laughs> right. Almost. um. Uh, but, let's go ahead and get into our front page news. Uh, my least favorite
0: segment, uh, that you just created. Uh, I, t- I love this segment. <laughs> it requires very little work from me, and it takes up about ten minutes, which is exactly what we need during this time of year where there's almost nothing to talk about, so. It's a good
1: one. I got a lot to talk about, which is why I have my own mic for phone tonight, so. <clears throat> um,
2: this, is this one is, is coming mouth, to us okay. from the...
0: ESPN page uh, College Football they don't know that. Uh, Toledo deletes tweet after promoting possible mascot change to Shrek Did you guys see this? This is, might as well be a hashtag hashtag no. uh, The University of Toledo sent out a tweet that said If this gets 500 ret- retweets we'll change our mascot to Shrek It was at one point trending in about a thousand retreats, uh, retweets a minute and yeah uh, but that's
1: What Oh, five. To, uh,
0: Toledo said, "You know what? We are gonna have to backpedal on this one, guys. Is this awesome or what?" Uh, I mean, that's funny, but it's not awesome
2: that they pulled that tweet because at the time it was deleted, or at the time that picture was taken, they were at not even a hundred thousand. What are you afraid of? What
0: are they? What are they so scared of? They're afraid of DreamWorks Animation and Disney. They've got a pretty strong hold on the. Uh, uh trademarks beyond uh behind the shrek well they uh, could
2: have changed it to say like ogres
0: and that's out. not what the tweet says
2: but they could have edited it can you edit a tweet is that a thing i don't know I don't, I don't actually think you can i don't think you can. i think i've tried i don't think you ever i don't yeah. think you ever
0: should first off <laughs> it's not a question if you can it's you, you never should yeah I you either post it or you don't i've for definitely reason.
2: posted a facebook status and i like, gone back and edited because the grammar was off Oh for sure but i don't think you do can do that on twitter but, that's but a, you either Twitter, post it or you can't. That's tw- a story for another day. Twitter's the real deal. Uh, I fucked that one up the other day. Yeah, <laughs> real bad. Uh, don't don't drink and tweet, folks.
1: I mean, honestly, I'm mad at Toledo. I'm asking for some tuition back. This is this is a dumb move. Can't can't threaten me with a challenge and then not expect me to rise to the challenge. Somebody probably what lost. Do, what does that teach kids when you're at a university? Teaching higher education that, oh, you can have things, but only if we say so. That's bullshit, dude.
2: The, uh, I'm unhappy. Somebody in their PR social media department definitely lost their job over this. Because I'm sure DreamWorks called and were like, yeah, if you don't remove that tweet like right now. Oh,
0: I guarantee they got a legal phone call. Oh, some kid lost their internship. Somebody For lost sure. their job. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. um Pretty funny, though. I like it. Yeah. uh guys, the Nebraska athletic director uh Bill moose has come out and said that jim habar Har ba- ba- ba. there you go hey. and urban Myers are quote unquote a little bit scared by the Scott Frost hire gentlemen are these uh are these appropriate words coming from an a d no, here's the thing. Jim Harbaugh is also an
1: alumni, so it doesn't make any sense. Scott Frost's big thing is that they won a national championship at UCF. He went undefeated, blah, blah, blah. But look, you're going back to a school that is not very good. I mean, the last time we really talked about Nebraska was when Eric Couch won a Heisman. And that was in the year that started with a one. So, look. I'm not taking any of this shit for real until Scott Frost actually proves that he can make Nebraska a winning program and make black shirts feared again. Because until I get to that point, it doesn't matter. Jim Harbaugh is a sulking retired coach that has drifted off in the lakes of Michigan and just somehow manages to show up with a polo and a khakis on, on Saturday. Urban Meyer is a little behind the eight ball at Ohio State. I don't think that these two guys are. They like,
2: won a national championship. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago.
1: We live in the now. There's a current national champion, and their name is Nick Saban. Okay, So, so
2: going back to what you originally said, that Scott Frost won a national championship. No, he did not. They claimed a national championship. Yes, they did go undefeated. But, but they, they do not trophy. win a national championship. They have, so have a trophy. Math
0: again. Let me tell you, they have a
1: trophy. It's touring the nation at this point. Oh, God, Tuscaloosa, look it up. It's in your city.
2: They also have fucking. They ordered rings. The all the cop cars yeah. were decked out with wraps that say national champions. It's they stupid. are. Yeah. But look. What more, what if more you, do you say
1: something enough, it does become true. UCF, they're national champions. Not true. Look, I'm just telling you the
2: facts. They should be I'm worried about you a coach who just went undefeated, but not scared. I wouldn't say the word scared. He said I'd, a little bit. <clears throat> I'd say maybe put it on the radar, like a little blip over there, like, oh, hey, this guy just went undefeated. Uh, He's got a much better athletic, like, recruiting train in Nebraska, a
0: bigger name school.
2: But no, they're not scared. You know
0: what? And, and that's not scared. And that, that's the thing that I'm upset about with this quote. Like, the AD, th- they use the words a little bit scared. Like, you either say that Jim and Urban are shitting their pants that Scott Frost is here, or you shut your fucking mouth. You know, say it with conviction. Come in here to this press conference and say it like you fucking mean it. This little bit scared shit, that doesn't scare anybody. If you're basically, like, like, sticking your gun out the at the side and just shooting, you know, without looking, like, you know, have a little bit of pride behind what you're gonna say about Scott Frost. Yeah, he's robbing a bank with a water gun. Yeah, that's what I meant to say with the gun thing can't make gun jokes anymore. I don't know so, if you saw that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> are we, are, is that was it also Jay, from was the Jay we'll you, We can Jay talk Feeley.
2: about that. Um, Let me check my mic. Yeah. Hot. Don't, don't dent the mic. That's brand new. It's, I'm not that strong, man. Hit it with a knuckle. You never know. Um, but yeah, but I think Ballad just uh, topped out our, our curse word list for the night. That was impressive.
0: Yeah, it's oh. late in the show. Um, Guys, Dan Mullen is embracing Florida's title or bust expectations... Has Dan Mullen lost his mind, or does he know something that we don't know? He's lost his mind.
2: There's no way that they go from how bad they were last year firing their coach, who, in my opinion, is goddamn rock star shark because fucker. he fucked a shark. He's a shark fucker. But their team is not going to go from missing <laughs> missing a bowl game to all of a sudden a title contender. It doesn't happen. Does not can happen. You gonna take this or with your fucking mic that's not plugged in? I wanna say a lot of things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, I'll say very few things. Dan Mullen is fucking nuts, dude. This is this is ridiculous. Um, there's a lot of uh, uh, pedigree behind Florida. Uh, there's very little. There's a little bit of pedigree. There's a little bit of success behind the Florida Gators football program. And Dan Mullen is going to be a little beacon on that historical stat sheet.
0: BetOnline recently released SEC season win totals. They've got Florida at seven. You like the over or the under for for seven wins? Yeah. I'll take seven on the dot. That's not going to be an option.
2: Okay, then I'll take the under. You can't
0: bet the push. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah that would be a bad your uh... brother did say we would probably should probably bet the push yeah he said on that on a, a half. on a
0: five and a half on yeah. a half <laughs> you should bet the push
2: no it was it was a
1: straight
4: up no it was, it like was not it five was, five they more. were
1: all half oh okay i have it written
4: down you okay. want to look at it? whatever no no okay. i don't
1: no i don't um here's the thing <clears throat> They probably will win seven. I'll go ahead and say the over just to appease Dan Mullen in his fucking white jacket that he's going to have to put on after the season because he's going to the loony bin. <laughs> this is this is a joke. Like If you're predicted at seven, you're not in national title contention. I agree. Because um, um, guess where Texas was at last year?
2: Six. Seven <laughs> after the bowl game.
1: They were predicted to win six games.
0: Oh, well, they won seven. That well, was their bet line. Boom. Well, well, gentlemen, it? boom! That was boom. front page news. That was front page My news. My favorite segment. I hate that segment.
3: That's stupid. Are
1: we stupid doing segment. that show this week too? Stupid. Uh, no, stupid. Sentence. Can we talk about Jay Feely since we're not doing that? Since, he's not, pro pro? since he's not a pro. Since pro. Technically, these were high school kids that I was having to do with, and he's not a pro anymore. So sure, let's can we let's talk, talk about, about, about it. <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. So I fucking hate this kind of shit, and so we'll we'll just bring. We'll break it down. There was uh, a
2: picture that he posted on Instagram. Photo
1: was a prom photo with his daughter, her date, himself inserted in the middle. His left arm was around his daughter. His right arm had a. It was a pistol. I, it was a nineteen. It looked like a nineteen eleven. I cannot say as to what kind of pistol, but it was a, it like a handgun in his right hand with the date shadowing his right shoulder. I mean, he was not even like, "Hey," with both. Like honestly, if he'd done that, like I would have been more okay with it. But pistol, handgun in the right hand, separating his daughter from her date. Fucking hilarious,
2: hilarious because it's, it's, the date clearly knew it was a joke. He had a smile on his face. Like he didn't look scared. he wasn't like, "Oh my God, he's gonna shoot my dick off." but Jay Feely had a smile. They both were smiling. The daughter's kind of looking up at the dad with a, a half smile like, "Oh yeah, that's that's funny. I didn't have any problem with it, but the internet freaks the fuck out. It's like, "Oh God, I can't have a gun in the picture."
0: so one pro, one con, where do you stand on this ballad? I'll say this, I don't have any problem with the picture. you know, freedom of speech I think should translate into photography. But I cannot endorse that it. it was funny. It was, like, such an overplayed joke that's been told probably 100,000 times. There was... I, I saw it, I was just like, oh, Jay Feely's a fucking loser. I didn't think it was a funny <laughs> joke. Um, Most it, kickers are. And by the way, everyone knows that old joke is done with a shotgun. Not with a handgun. So it would have been a much better picture if it would have been daughter and date. I agree. And in the background, Jay Feely like, sitting on the gun. porch cleaning his gun because that's the, actual the real joke. joke the real joke yeah. like it, it just looked so forced again i got no problem with it but i did not i did not laugh i i did laugh at the the twitter um universe and, and what happened afterwards but the, my big problem with it is that jay feely like an hour later put out like the most half-ass response or apology ever like, either... Well, he really didn't apologize. He didn't want to, at least. Th- then don't. Yeah. Then don't. If you're not going to apologize, <laughs> then don't do it, okay? Like, I, I I said it once, I'll say it again. Own your tweet. Own it every single time. I mean, so, the the funny thing, the funniest thing that I found
1: out of this, just being the slight feminist that I am with the old real feminist that I live with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> The the best thing was, like, this joke is so outdated because if you really think that your daughter is this hapless, helpless princess, you're just out of your mind. You have no faith in your daughter, and that's what that joke signifies. I thought that was the greatest take uh, on some of the tweets that came out about it. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's a joke that has been done and outdone and overdone for decades at this point. Uh... Just a funny funny take on modernity. You know the I joke's on funny.
0: Jay? Because his daughter, definitely got fucked on prom night. She was, say. She, she was kind of hot. <laughs> that um, is not appropriate. She is 13. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on Jay
3: because now
1: your daughter is hot to pretty much any boy 14
0: to 22 at this point. Yeah, people are going to be tracking Jay's daughter for a while. Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. And that's his own <coughs>
0: fault. He's going to need more than a handgun for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's get into first impressions before we get in any more trouble. here Yeah, what are
2: we gonna do in first impressions?
0: First impressions, we are. <laughs> can, can we
2: get in trouble here?
0: Yeah, I guess. uh so. probably not. I haven't seen the trouble yet, so I think we need to find that line first. Yeah. Uh
2: we may we may be close. We've almost <laughs> crossed it a few times,
0: almost. We're so we are on the wall. We are all going to make a prediction on the first overall pick of the NFL draft while these guys are still amateurs. If Did one it?
2: person picks one, can we not uh, like? Can you not pick that person? Or sure, and I'll
0: let you go first. Sam Darnold, number one. Sammy D. I'm sticking on my pick. My boy
1: Saquon Barkley is going to Saquon Barkley. The Cleveland, not quite
0: black, but more poop colored. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Josh Allen here then. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, baby. Big hands, Over nice Josh and tall. Rosen. Giant arm. I like him to go first. He's got he's got the physical makeup of a first round. When take. you
1: draw comparisons like Josh Rosen does to
0: Sam Bradford, yeah, people don't think that you're gonna make it. And by the way, you forget that Cleveland has the first overall pick, so you're assuming they're gonna do the the right thing with. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah, go way off the map. Yeah, way off the map there. <laughs> take so. the guy from Wyoming. Uh, who do y'all want to give Chad in this?
2: <laughs>
0: uh, Bigger we,
2: Mayfield. No, we'll <laughs> give Chad Rosen. No, give
0: him Baker over Rosen. Yeah, give him Baker, because that's actually been a rumor. That would be so shitty if he if he nailed it. <laughs>
1: Just that. give him give them give Chad any quarterback other than the two we've said in the draft.
0: Yeah, Baker Midfield. Alright, um, right, let's get into the uh the Nightcap. It's Brought fun. to you by
2: The Beautiful, The Delicious, Strangeland Brewery. Be
1: Beer for any occasion. Be
2: for all occasions. Beer for every occasion. What do we got for the nightcap, coach? <clears throat> well, our
1: nightcap today, fellas, is our favorite game. Everybody's favorite game. Let me get my microphone, my uh, my host suit
2: on. Here we go. Oh, oh.
1: Can Ballad win his own money?
0: <laughs>
2: it was actually better with the microphone that's not plugged in than it has been forever. Much better. That was the best one you've ever done. I don't I see yeah. a lot of cords yeah. in that I, box. I had to get my host microphone.
1: Hey, so uh
0: I did, go way over by the way. I
1: put in a lot of work <laughs> to this. Hey, we're doing alright. No, we're um,
2: actually pretty close. We're right on an hour right now. You know, we're only gonna be like five or ten minutes over.
1: And you know, I was really feeling myself, so I went all about myself. Ooh, um, oh man. this one is going to deal uh, let me explain this for the folks at home, the, the Spark Notes version. <laughs> Ballad We started this thing on our podcast Sports Plus Super Bowl Squares Battle Sports, Sports Plus, Plus Super, Goals, Goals, Super
2: Bowl Squares, Squares battle. battle
1: Ballad In charge year one did not go great Chad it robbed everybody. Our expert and myself Winners Quite angry because we didn't get paid Year two we put the accountant coach in charge Hey he yeah. knows how to take care of money Everybody got paid Except for Ballad because we had some Vengeance out for him well, it turns out I'm we made for
0: content. we
1: made the greatest content this show has ever seen, and we created that. a game show. So, to win your money that you won at Squares, which was based on quarters, we we're paying you in quarters, but you've got to guess the right trivia answers to get those quarters ballot. I love Let's it. jump right into it. This week, we're doing movies, oh boy. sports movies, cool. and I'm going to give you the coaches,
0: the team name. And the year the movie was released, you got to give me the movie. Ooh,
2: I think you can do well in this.
0: I will say, if there's anything I know less about than sports trivia, it is just movies in general. So this is going to be a train wreck. Oh my god. Hey, I'm going
1: to start you off with some easy ones. So we'll get started Mm -hmm. with uh, good old Coach Herman Boone and Coach Bill Yost, played by Denzel Washington and Will Patton. The team, T.C. Williams High School, the Titans, the year of the movie, 2000.
0: Uh, Thanks for the layup. Uh, What is the Remember the Titans movie? That is absolutely right. (laughs) The Remember the Titans movie. Well, I said what is. I should have said... I should have just not
1: done that at all. (laughs)
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Unnecessary. Continue.
1: I don't have a mustache like Trebek, unlike Dale over here. Yeah, it's true. It's closer to Trebek. Oh the Trebek. All right. So, the year, 1993. Think back. The team, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish coach... Dan Devine. Mm. Assisting coaches that are critical in the role of this movie. Coach Warren and Coach Yonto. What's that movie? What is Rudy? Rudy is correct.
0: Uh, Nailed that one. Yeah, Good job, man. Thought I'd take a second stab at the uh, Jeopardy. What is Rudy?
1: Alright, we're going a little further. Oh, no, we're coming back. The year 1999. Mm -hmm. The make-believe team, the Miami Sharks. The made-up coach of this whole story. Coach Tony D'Amato, as played by Al Pacino, what is that
4: movie?
0: Um, Is this... Uh, I know it's a football movie, and... They are all football movies. They're all football movies. Yes. All right, well... Because football's your own. That's good to know. Um, <clears throat> it's not The Replacements, is it?
1: It is not The
3: Replacements. Okay, well, I would be one. incorrect.
0: Dale,
1: you got a guess for this one? I do. That would be any given Sunday. That is correct. Mm. With Jamie Foxx as a starting quarterback. Damn, I'm actually surprised I missed a couple movies I really wanted on here. I didn't even think about it. Uh, Alright, the year 2009. The team, the Ole Miss Rebels. There's actually several teams in this, so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to give you the crux of it. Mm -hmm. The coach, Houston Nutt, who was played by himself. All really uncritical information in this... But uh, it was a big
0: deal. It involves the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. What is this movie? Uh, this is probably one of my top five favorite sports movies. Um, who is the uh, the mom in this movie? I love her so much in Roy? this movie. Um, really? It's The Blind Side, but I'm just trying to think of what her name is. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sandra Bullock in this movie is fantastic. One of my favorites. And it is The Blind Side. You are correct. <laughs>
1: Alright, the year 2006. You protect them. This, based on a true story, the team, Marshall University, coached by Jack Langle, as played by Matthew McConaughey. What is that movie?
0: Uh, I want to say We Are Marshall, but... That is that correct. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> Alright, two more to go. Is that the one where all the people die in the plane crash? Yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, and then they make a team and they kind of suck for a while. Well, yeah, then they, they, but then they but win they still kind of
0: suck they win but... lost so much money. my room
2: it's ridiculous
1: <laughs> 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 alright the year 2004 the team the Odessa Permian High School oh, Panthers easy. go mojo coach Gary Gaines as played by none other than Billy Bob Thornton of course what is that movie uh Friday
0: Night Lights absolutely correct thanks I had a confession I've never seen that movie what I don't know what is wrong with you? I just don't like movies that much. <laughs> Tim McGraw is in it. <laughs> oh my God, Tim McGraw's the worst in that movie. Yeah, Tim McGraw's never a reason
3: to hey, do anything. Roy <laughs>
2: Williams is an assistant coach for, uh, for an opposing team for Midland. For
3: yeah,
2: and he went to Odessa Permian. <laughs> I All right, last one.
1: The coaches, Sean Porter, as played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, oh, and Coach Malcolm Moore, as played by none other than Pimp Your Ride Exhibit. X oh, to the Z. The year is two thousand six. The team is
0: the Kilpatrick Juvenile Detention Center. Oh. What is that movie? I know the movie, so just give me a second. I'm trying to think of the name of it. <coughs> I um, thought this was a good one. I could have put something. That's other a good ones, one, but dude. that was a pretty good, Jim. Um, this is the one where the players play the gu- or the inmates play the guards, and ah, uh, I want them to at least say.
1: One of the two movies that that happened. <laughs> Damn it, that has been multiple movies.
2: Oh shit. You're way off, by the way. They do not
1: play guards.
0: They don't play the guards? They also They're also in high school. Under 18. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm way off then.
1: It is called Gridiron Gang. Gridiron it Gang. It is based on a true story of Sean Porter's life and his accomplishments. You were
0: thinking of Longest Yard,
2: that was Adam Sandler. I was
0: thinking he Longest Yard. <laughs> but hey. The Rock's in that movie, right? No. no. There was some no. huge dude in that movie. Well, there's a lot there's of, huge of huge dudes. There's lots of huge dudes in that
1: movie. <laughs> hey, you want a buck 25, though. That was... I'll fucking take it, Pretty dude. good. You know,
2: that I was pretty good. It, so. And that is going to do it for the show tonight. Uh... Let's set that show but How are we looking there, Ballad?
0: We are not looking very good.
2: We're looking we're better look, we're than We're looking a lot time.
0: better. We're looking, we're looking, looking better. pretty
1: good. 78-62, what's that, 120? Philadelphia is where they need to be.
2: 140? Everybody
1: needs to be at 77 at the quarter. No, the end we have to get quarter. to 216. What? Yeah, I know, but the pace is We've them being at 77 each at the end of this quarter.
2: Well, we got time. We got time. You guys are doing different Don't math you. than me. Don't you worry. We got time. Um... Hey, we're like
0: 12 off. You we're know, way better than Don't half,
2: Don't huh? worry about the math. You just press buttons. Okay. That's all you got to do. Thanks for doing that. I'll,
0: I'll continue just hosting the podcast. Yeah, don't worry about the, the math part. Bang, another
2: three. Yeah. Look at this. Coach, we'll we'll do the math stuff. We'll figure this out. We'll let you guys know. Uh, check,
1: check, check. All we're hitting our we're brand good. new microphone. I'm just
2: making sure I'm live. I'm oh making sure God. I'm hot. Mics are always hot. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. I'll drink for it. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz. We are... Peace. Mike's a the prom